Welcome to Weekly Wind Down, an unfiltered, raw conversation between two best friends, talking about the ups and downs of life and what it all means. I'm Eliza. And I'm Irina. So join us and let's wind down. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are here. We're alive and well. It is our another episode of the Weekly Wind Down. How are you doing? How is life? How's 2018? This is your personal check-in, beginning of February. Where are you at? Me? This is Eliza. I could be doing a little better, but that's okay. Irina, how are you? I mean, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm not, it's been a pretty good start of the year for me. I feel like January was 97 days long. Like, this is the longest month ever. For me. Yeah, I for me it was kind of short because I started to like break it down. We're already one twelfth of the way through the year. Like day to day, our days seem long, but it just passes by so quickly. Yeah. Adult life. Yeah. Well, let's life. just dive right in. Highs and lows. What is your high? My high is, um, so you inspired me to do the whole 30. So here I am, two weeks in. And I feel whole. <laughs> <laughs> feel so whole. You're not going to feel whole until day 30. So wait, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I know you're going to shame me because I'm only doing 28 days because I have a, a wedding that I'm in, um, like towards the end of it. So. I'm only doing 28 days, guys. I'm writing my own rules. Oh, just be Oof. careful when you're getting off. Don't go ham on no, the wedding. No, no. Eat um, before. For sure. <laughs> Eat healthy. I don't want to go like kerplunk by 8 p.m. No. Be like bridesmaid down. <laughs> Literally like my stomach hurts. I got to go. <laughs> but it's it's been um, actually an awesome experience. I don't think I've just f- feel cleansed in like jokes aside. I feel <laughs> I feel cleansed and whole. <laughs> well, that's the point. And just the energy that I have, um, it just, just feels like I've really cleaned up my gut. Yeah. Well, uh, my high. I have a couple highs, so I'm just gonna breeze through them. Um, being a graduate student, yet again, another high. I'm realizing it every week. Uh, and then I just noticed how grateful I am for the travel opportunities I had already in January. I feel like I kicked off the year with two travels, and that was like, hell yeah, you traveling this year. Yeah, so I'm- New York one weekend, and then Mexico with my mom another weekend, and it's been great. So those were two major highs. I'm so happy I got to escape a little Chicago winter with my mama. And everyone was just like, because I was posting on my Instagram with like my mom and I, and everyone's like, you and your mom were going crazy. And like, for me, I really just wanted to relax. And like on day two, I was like, mom, you're not letting me relax. You're forcing me to drink. You're forcing me to swim every hour. You keep making me go on walks. Like, I just want to die on the beach right now. (laughs) And do nothing. Yeah. I was like, do you not understand? She's like, I'm just having so much fun with you. Normally when I go on vacation with the family, she's like, I'm just listening to my books on tape. And like, I don't talk to anyone. She's but I want to talk to you. And I was like, great. <laughs> she loves you. Time to have no, quality had, time. We had so much fun. I literally need to talk to my mom and say this needs to be like a yearly or, you know, I don't know, some kind of tradition. Annual mother-daughter yeah. getaway. We have a lot of fun. So That's what, good. What was your low? My low 
also has to do with the Whole30. Um, Did you copying my like Whole30s from the last time, my high and my low? <laughs> I know, I know, but no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm also not like as crazy as you are to do it to do it over the holidays, which whatever. But then this is kind of like not a low, but when I started thinking about the time frame of when I was going to do my Whole30, I started like giving myself excuses. I was like, oh, restaurant week is coming up. Like, I don't want to like do it over that. Like, I'm going to like sacrifice. I'm not going to indulge. And then another part of me was like, get your fucking shit together. You're doing it now. There's going to be different reasons and different things that are going to come up. Like, life is not going to stop. Yeah. No, there's always food to be had. So whatever. Um, So back to my uh, low. My low is I'm kind of just skimping out in some social occasions and just kind of easy copping out yeah I'm just kind of like taking it really easy and not necessarily like going out or like putting myself into situations where I'm like at a bar or like a boozy brunch where I'd be exposed to copious amounts of alcohol and all the sugar in the world so (laughs) here I am becoming a bigger and better human well you are just right there whole yeah well, before I go into my low, another high I want to highlight is the fact that my boyfriend came home. I was a little, you know, like anxious, excited for him to come back because he was in Israel. So that's another high-ish. And then, well, not high-ish, definitely high. <laughs> <laughs> and then a low that I had was also related to school. I kind of felt like because I took all these two trips, I didn't devote time to study. And I feel like I haven't been reading as much as I need to. And um, I mean, I, and like I've been doing my homework assignments, obviously, and I noticed that like, I'm just overthinking everything. And I need to stop like, you're back in school, don't overthink, just do your assignments. And I kind of felt better because other students were talking like, hey, have you guys been reading? And everyone's like, no, I fall asleep every time I open the book. <laughs> so everyone's like on the same page. Like I was on the plane trying to read and I was like fell asleep twice. So that's kind of a low is just getting back into the groove. It's like I'm happy I'm there, but you know. Ah, school. But it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And there's opportunity to improve. Yeah, and like what I'm saying is like I was overthinking this stupid assignment. 25 out of 25. Like, chill out. It's fine, you know? See, you're a rock star. Yeah. It's like you never were out of the game of school. Yeah. So that's that. So so now to segue into our topic for the evening, day, whatever time you're listening right now, is we're actually going to talk about the importance of unplugging. So your theme of two, two weekend getaways in yes. January, you're like at a 50% weekend travel, right? Yes. And before we jump into the topic, I do want to remind everyone that since Irene is the Whole30 and she took the one for the team when I was on Whole30, I'm taking one for the team. I'm the only one drinking. Cheers to me. And um, this time I'm actually, because we're recording in the daytime right now, so I decided to do a nice brunchy, champagne-y vibe. So I will let you know how I feel. But this is truly, personally, one of my more frequent and favorite of choices. It is the Martini and Rossi Osti Champagne. Yeah, I know. I have have drank this before. It's on the sweeter side. It's like Eliza said. It's really good for brunches if you like more of the sweet taste of champagne or a sweeter mimosa. I personally like um, a little bit more tart, a little more brute, of a brute. Yeah. a little brute for my mimosas. Um, this is my go-to. Yeah. It's the quality, aromatic, sparkling wine. So I'm sorry, you cannot label things champagne unless they are from France. So this is a sparkling wine. 
aka champagne, and it is only 7.5% alcohol. But again, very sweet, very nice. It's kind of an, if you don't know what you're getting and you're getting a champagne, this is foolproof. And price point, it's like 12 to 15. Yeah, it's definitely really reasonably priced. And um, it's also a good like dessert champagne, I would yes. say. I would like, I would pair this with something a little bit more tart because it is so sweet. I actually really like that um, raspberry tart from Trader Joe's mm. that you go crazy over. Yeah. I love that thing. You got me into it. It's like amazing. And that would be my favorite like yeah. pairing. Like when I did a bachelorette party, I did this with um, fresh squeezed orange juice from Mariano's and like strawberries. Tastes really good. It's like Yum. a nice sweet day drink or like you said, dessert. Yep. So we'll give you our wine final review at the very end, but this is a little snapshot. So back to um, our topic of me taking 50% of January weekends yeah. out of town. Yes. So uh, the importance of unplugging. So Eliza was in New York and then Mexico. In New York, we actually took the trip together. Um, I had a work conference, so I was like, hey, why don't we make a weekend out of it and take weekly wine down on the road? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just found that... I was kind of circling around. A, I was trying to not stay at home this weekend because my boyfriend was out of town. But I also was realizing I was just getting really, not unproductive at work. It was just like cycling through and like school was starting and I was just kind of feeling like a lot of like overwhelming that I had so much to do. And I just caught myself realizing, okay, I have all these lists. I have all these things. I'm focusing on like the things I need to do. And then I'm realizing how I'm not taking any of the time or steps to get those things done off of my list. And then I'm just in this like unproductive spiral of doing nothing. And then like here I am, it's like, I'm just trying so hard to get things done and then I'm not getting anything done. And I'm realizing like, whoa, 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 I need to take a break. I need to get out of here. I need to like stop everything right now, pause life, go take a breather, like reevaluate, go have fun, go hang out, you know, take a time in the moment to just not worry so much about what I have going on. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. In 2017, last year, I, I got on a pretty good cadence where every quarter I took either like a weekend trip or a longer trip. And that for me was really good because I'm the kind of person where I physically need to go somewhere else and leave my geography, leave all the problems of the day-to-day and yep. leave those to-do lists and mentally unplug somewhere where people can't reach me, somewhere where my Wi-Fi doesn't work, somewhere where my email has spotty connection and just unplug and not think about those yep. things for a little bit. And it it's so mentally helpful and it helps me recharge. I remember in college, I used to do this as well. Like even though I... Um, went to college for for hours away from um, home, I made it a point where every month I would go home. Like it was a pretty heavy commitment, yeah. especially in college with the, so many social um, like events happening and all that. And being in a sorority, I was home like once a month. And for me, that was just so important because I was able to like kind of get away from my day-to-day community and like kind of you know, physically remove yourself, physically remove myself and unplug. And I think that's what really like kept me going. And like now in the adult world, I think this whole like quarterly schedule that I have going on, it it kind of does the same thing where I'm just kind of like, okay, this is why I need to continuously for sure unplug, recharge, and then come back stronger and like 
refreshed and ready for sure and ready to like go after what I need to do and all those to-do lists yeah and I think that you and I really like have the travel bug we always have the itch and it's like you and I can sit still for x amount of time until it's like I really need to go somewhere you know like dying so I definitely noticed that with myself like my bosses make fun of me like oh like you know, this one gets to go to New York, then she was in Mexico, and what? Venice is next? And I was like, are you travel shaming me? <laughs> My boss is like, travel shaming, that's a funny one. Travel shame is so real. I'm like grateful that some of the companies that I've worked for, that I've had unlimited PTO, but it's such unlimited PTO, it's such a twofold thing. Some yeah, people love it, some people really. hate it. It's not really. I took full advantage of my unlimited PTO. Oh, of course you did. I absolutely did. Um, my in 2017 I think I took a little bit over like four and a half weeks like four to five weeks of like time off yeah based on like my quarterly schedule and people would people would be like what do you do exactly I was just like what what is this policy if you can't take advantage of it if this policy exists but you're only taking like less than a week. Yeah. What is the point of it? In my opinion is I'm allotted X amount of vacation time. I am wiping that clean year after year. It's like I'm accruing it and it's I'm entitled to it. So I don't understand the people that just sit on their vacation hours forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and like aren't using it. Why? Why are you doing that? I will literally keep going to zero and rebuilding and going to zero and rebuilding because that's priority for me. And even if you don't personally like to travel, which if you don't, I would highly recommend at least start small, go to like a city a few hours away from wherever Mm -hmm. you live and have like a little weekend getaway and just like get your feet wet of like learning a new place if that's, you know, for you. But if you don't and you can't afford or whatever your other situation is, make a little like home Like a staycation. Yeah, definitely. I I had like, I agree with that. Um, Like a staycation, maybe like going out of your comfort zone, like restaurants that you wouldn't normally go to or things in your city that you normally wouldn't do, like a play, a show, whatever it is, like ballet, things that are out of your comfort zone and like force you to think differently because what I realize about myself, like travel, I'm stimulated by different cultures, different people I come across and like different ideas and it just gets me thinking a little bit differently outside of what is the regular comfort because I see that at home and my normal routine I tend to friends and friends of friends yeah exactly it's like the same like friends love my friends but it's same the same ideas circulate and same things but when you kind of unplug and go past your comfort zone and like like do something a little bit different you like recharge and reset your creativity to think of new think of things in a different way and also like see see beyond your bubble definitely and another thing that I noticed that happens to me is I get like vacation mode vacation brain my personality like really shines through and I'm able to be like more of my authentic self Mm. without having my responsibilities and worries like weighing down on me obviously like if you have kids or these big things going on in your life you can't just forget everything but the beauty of going away is like nobody knows you you're just like utmost friendly you want to meet people you want to talk to people and you're just really being your true self and that's what I like ultimately love about going out of town or going somewhere or being somewhere new is that a new perspectives and just really allowing to like let yourself figure it out and shine through those moments it's so cool like what you're saying is you can almost like 
you know, try on for size and new identity. You can be like as outgoing or as shy as you want to be. You can be like boisterous, loud. You can be a party animal or not. You can be a culture freak, ballet loving enthusiast. (laughs) Like whatever you want to be, it's all possible. Yeah. And the other thing that I always kind of worry about staycations is me personally, there's always a hundred things to do around your house. So what I hate about staycations or people that tell me about their staycation they're like oh I'm doing a staycation and I ask them how it went they spent like the whole weekend cleaning and doing things and catching up and it's like that wasn't a vacation you were just working at home stuff versus working at work stuff yeah I think like the guardrails with the staycation is you really have to be disciplined in the fact that like you're turning off your phone like going wireless going off the grid like unplugging and really being diligent about that um I think my dad is really bad about you know, taking the time off to really like unplug and recharge. Yeah. Um, so, so this year for the holidays, my sister and I came up with a plan where we ended up renting a cabin for the holidays to really get him out of that way and like get him to focus on family time, family time and what it is. Like we didn't even go that far, but it was like a cabin in the New woods. house, yeah. Exactly. And it was just like you change the geography. You can kind of like see how things are a little bit elsewhere. Like it wasn't... Like, we went halfway around the world. We went three hours away and we, like, whatever. But it was kind of that different mentality where you're able to focus on everything. But Because if you're staycationing, people will still find a way to reach you. You can still run into people in your own city. People can drop by within, like, a moment's notice and it's unexpected. But if you're, you know, even an hour or two away, you're off the grid and you can have, like, your solidarity exactly and i think it's important that you're you know if your company or bosses can to really respect the fact that you are on vacation and to have your person that's covering you take over because that's like the worst is trying to unplug and still managing work and life that's like i am i'm gone for a week goodbye i'm gone for a weekend and i'm definitely one of those people um in my weeks of traveling in 2017 i would always tell my bosses that i'm i'm still gonna have internet i'll still be Me available too. i'm so I would victim do it, of that i would do it all the time which i was definitely genuine about it but my bosses was like which, hot no <laughs> yeah they were almost like seemed to take offense to it because they're like yo we value don't do you. it yeah. we value you you can like take your vacation and don't be guilty about it, it and don't feel guilty yeah and i like now, a couple months after, I'm just kind of like, oh, that that's such a nice thing to say when a person really wants you to, like, relax. Yeah, for sure. I think that's it's a big thing for me, at least. And for me, luckily, going to Mexico, anytime I'm by the ocean, I just immediately, like, my soul just relaxes. Like, I stepped <laughs> off the plane, and I was like, humidity. Like, I was so <laughs> happy. And you see a palm tree, and you just, like, change your environment, and just being on the ocean, on the beach, it's like, for my eyes and body, I'm just like relaxing. But then you also have the opportunity to do things that you normally don't have time to do, like read for pleasure. Yes. So I made sure to get a couple books. I only got to get through halfway of one book though because my mom kept talking and hanging out with me. <laughs> but I was reading awful time, awful such a bad time. No, but I was reading that you are a badass, which is like a manifestation, like self help improvement book. And I just loved that so much. You can just like feed yourself. Things that you want to learn and read about and you just don't have the time for in your day-to-day. So definitely recommend that book. I haven't finished it, but I'm about halfway through and I'm getting the gist of what it's about. I'm up to get to like the real good stuff. But, you know, take time to do the little things that you don't have time normally to do.
couldn't agree more. Also, I think another important part of unplugging is being able to reevaluate things that happen on a day to day. This is kind of about unplugging, but at the tail end of 2017, I switched jobs and I went from like a really, I'd say kind of a high stress job to a little bit more chiller paced job where in my higher stress job, I wouldn't really reflect on things and kind of like let things sink in and let just act and move and move on. Exactly. I was more reactive. And then I, I didn't really have too much time off between the jobs. I had maybe like four days, but like now in my more chill of an environment job, I've been able to like the lessons that I learned in my previous job. Now they're kind of like sinking in and I'm just, you know, thinking through what I'm doing more because it's that same idea. We get on this like rhythm of being in our own hamster wheel and just kind of go through the day to day without really like being mindful. And that's kind of where when in our previous episode, we talked about our, our air quotes, New Year's resolutions and intentions. And that's where mine for, for mindfulness comes through is because I was really in 2017 focused on like getting things done and being like and movement. But sometimes like movement and motion isn't necessarily productivity. So that's where I realized that I just need to be mindful of all the things that I want to do. And it's so important to unplug and like reflect and really think about why you're doing the things that you do. So when do you take time or how do you find time to reflect? Like, do you have like five minutes a day? Are you journaling? What are what do you do to allow this mindfulness in or how do what's your strategy like what do you personally do I think it's it's just slowing down in general um as far as like at work just slowing down and because before I was kind of like do this 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 and this but I think it's just like you know self-care and realizing that a I'm only one person like be realistic with myself and be honest with myself there's only so much that one person can do and like at night, um, this is one of my one of my intentions for 2018 was just more practice, more gratitude, and I've been. This is a I guess a high of of January is I've been good about going before I go to sleep, just thinking of the things that I'm grateful for, and um, it's also a nice way to like reflect and like slow down, even if it's for one minute or two minutes before you go off into dreamland. I think it's it's been helpful for me to just kind of like, okay, I'm in charge here. It's cool. Life is zen. And, like, and also just thinking of what you're grateful for helps you reevaluate. Like even the hardships of your day, you still have XYZ that you are still super grateful and happy for. And it can be, I was actually looking into this app. It's called um, Five Minute Journal. I don't know if hmm. you've ever heard of it. I haven't heard of it. It's an app and it's like five bucks. So I don't know why I'm like being weird about paying for it. But basically, it's a gratitude journal mm-hmm. slash just open forum journal slash upload pictures. So every day, you can it can set an alarm for you to like journal time. And it literally takes five minutes and it's like a fill in the blank. Like, I am grateful for blank. I am happy about blank. I am whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. blank. And then it's like a free writing portion if you wish. So and like I was just reading people's reviews and they say like sometimes I like really write about what's on my mind and sometimes I just write like, blah, 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 about today. And it allows you to just take a picture of something so you can like have a diary, basically, like a journal. That's super cool because 
I think that the documentation and then the reflecting back. So, for example, like on January 8th, I felt X. And, and then, I was grateful for this. And exactly. this is what's happening. So I think it's a really, really cute idea. I, I wanted to actually tell you about it, so I'm telling you about it now. <laughs> uh, I think you would like it. Maybe both of you and I can challenge ourselves, get this journal and see if it works. And, and what's kind of cool is like you can have a slideshow of like your pictures. And it doesn't, you know, obviously when you're on vacation, you'll be taking these beautiful like aesthetic photos. But it can just be like day-to-day. Here's my morning cup of coffee. You know, just kind of to get through your day or even like selfies of yourself whatever it's so. just the little things in life yeah but i thought it was really cute and it has really good reviews it's like 4.9 or 4.8 rating out of five and lots of reviews so i was like hmm, maybe this isn't so bad it's kind of a cute forceful way and it also what i like is that it sets an alarm we all have our phones you can't sit and say you don't so yeah but i like that you know having this gratitude practice because i think i personally don't slow down enough to be grateful for the little things like that I mean, I'm an overall grateful, happy person, but not every single day when I'm mm-hmm. getting upset over something or worried about something or, you know, being able to go on vacation and do all of that and come back home. I just feel like a better person, honestly. It's just the people that you meet, you know, it's like you don't even anticipate like impacts that people will have on you that, you know, it's like I truly believe that you don't meet anybody for no reason. Like, they sit down next to you for a purpose. They talk to you for a reason. And there's always a reason as to like the conversations that you're having and why. So I just always am really open and like love to hear people's stories and hear kind of like what they're going through. So I can, you know, learn from them, take away from them, just literally talk to them and pick their brains a little bit. Did you meet any interesting people in Mexico this time around? Uh, yeah. So on our last, I mean, my mom and I weren't being too social because we just wanted to spend time together. But it's like... I can't not be social. So <laughs> we obviously met all the Russians in the, in the hotel immediately. Like day one, we're in the ocean. And someone's like, Scoping oh. Scoping them out. No, like they scoped us out. We're like swimming and just talking in Russian. And one of the people swimming, they're like, oh, like where are you guys from? Like da da da. And like in Russian, we're like, okay, here we go. Yeah. So that guy turned out to be very social and like met all the other Russians as well. You got invited to the club. Yeah, the Russian club. But it was like all my mom's age and older. So none of them had their kids. It was just like adults, whatever. But I'm an adult, so I can talk to adults and hang out, so it's, it's okay. Um, <laughs> it was all adults. Yeah. As if at 26 years old, <laughs> you're not an adult yet. I know. <laughs> I love it. I know. <laughs> I'm a baby adult. Uh, no, but I, I get what you're saying, because like, I feel like when whenever I hang out with my parents, it's this time lapse. I feel like I'm, I'm going back in my progress as an adult, as a human being, Yeah. because parents tend to baby like exactly. they're adult children yeah. so it's kind of like i feel like i'm 12 again yeah and like we met all the russians at the hotel one of the nights the wife's husband was just like had too much sun he's like i'm leaving so i was like oh hang out with us like don't go back to your room so the, like the wife just hung out so it was like three of us girls we like were at the bar we went to the like, little dancing area then we just like literally stayed up until like two in the morning babbling and talking and she was like telling us her life story and it was just very interesting she was like from new york and blah blah and then our last night we were sitting at a bar and this english couple they sat next to us and you know i was trying all of the wine in the hotel because i was just done with tequila my mom was like just <laughs> making me drink i was like mom i can't drink anymore tequila like she, she's pushing it she was pushing me and i even did like a poll on my instagram like can mama mesham out drink me and everyone <laughs> voted yes like, I had maybe two people that voted for me. <laughs> it's like, update, I failed you. 
So the moral here is if you're trying to drink after Whole30, don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. I literally cannot. I'm not a tank anymore. Well, now I'm better. Now I'm okay. But anyway, the English couple sat down next to us and we started talking about wine because I was like picking and choosing the wine and whatever. And we just, again, had a really deep conversation. Like they were telling me about their family and issues they were having with their sons and what they do and what's going on with them. And then we talked about politics. We talked about, you know, their economic things. We talked about just kind of like everything that's relevant. And I, they're like 60 plus, mind you. And like literally so funny, like the the couple the husband and I were just kind of talking and then my mom and his wife were just talking because we kept like we're first it was the four of us and then we were having conversations across the way so then we just sat next to each other they sat next to each other and then we'd like get into a conversation the four of us then have our separate and then he was also telling about travels because he loved to travel so he was telling me all the places he was going to kind of how he felt Mm -hmm. about things recommendations and again it was another like three hour thing at the bar we like closed out the bar again and my mom looks at me she's like how do we keep having these like conversations and things with people because my mom is not like that she'll never go out of her way to like make friends I'm always making friends everywhere I go (laughs) obviously and she was like wow like I don't understand like how you just like do this how do they find you and like want to talk to you and I was like I just genuinely like talking to people it's it's so cool I think one of my favorite things about like meeting people when you're traveling or just out of like the like out of your day-to-day is how much more willing people are are to be open and like they'll never so, see you again no exactly but it's it's so cool because like can you imagine having like a deep conversation about um you're like d- deep-seated like that that couple was telling about the, uh, telling you about their like family issues and things that are going on like yeah if you meet someone in your day-to-day life like they're not going to be immediately jumping into no like family no. issues like that's such a that's not small talk that's definitely deep big, talk big deep talk so to me it's exciting how much more willing people are to be open and vulnerable and kind of like dive into that and it's it's kind of cool but even even so i will meet people for the first time and i hate small talk i don't want to talk about small things like the weather yeah it's not interesting to me so once i start getting to know what people are doing i'm going to be asking you questions to know about you and what it's like Okay, cool. Like you can just end the conversation right there. Okay, cool. Good for you. Or you can follow up and like really dive in and hear more about a person's story. And I genuinely enjoy connecting and hearing stories. Like that's what makes my life go around for me. I like it. I like connection. I like hearing things. I like knowing more about people. So that's what jives for me, you know? Just people. It's cool. What's your story? Yeah. Tell me your story. Yeah. yeah. So maybe a challenge for some of you out there who don't normally feel so comfortable meeting people or talking to people when somebody makes bar small talk talk to them don't just brush them off obviously if you're like on an intimate date or like really not here or there and like this is not the time for you yeah acceptable but if you are in a state where you can totally have a conversation with a stranger and it's not gonna like offset your night see where it takes you sometimes you really get some cool insights on people it's nice to hear like outside advice or opinions because they have no idea about your like true situation is just like this is my opinion on what's going on with you completely objective they have a different they come from a different walk of life and it's like a different opinion that you can kind of take in ditch the small talk go straight for the big talk into the jugular (laughs) (laughs) okay don't kill him (laughs) don't don't kill the poor chap (laughs) but uh 
really get to connect with people. It's super cool. Yeah, and for me personally, I'm kind of weird because a lot. Even you were like, did you get like his card? Did you like exchange information? And I personally love to make these like random deep connections and just literally leave it there. <laughs> like, don't ask me for your number or don't ask me for my number. I don't want your number. I don't need your contact. Sometimes, in a way, it would be nice just to have like this cool mm-hmm. person to follow up with. But sometimes it just needs to be left there as far as it's going to go. It's just that experience. You remember it's a memory. Don't it's always, cool. Yeah. Need to yeah. make something else out of it. This reminds me of um, like a, of an Instagram like challenge that I saw. This girl was basically meeting. She set out to meet one new person, like one new like stranger that she met for like 365 days. So one new person per day. And like she would post she would take a picture with them and post their like story and kind of the, the context of their conversation on Instagram. I thought it was so cool. Like, like it's so easy for me to do that on vacation and like when I'm traveling, yeah. trying to book a convo, but like in your day to day, yeah, so in, in your day to day, it's totally possible, but we are on that hamster wheel that it's kind of like, we just brush it off. Like where we can strike up a convo, like on with the train someone, or uh, yeah, on the train in the checkout aisle, like at target or something like, you know, but some uh, people find those people annoying. So, well, no, that's where you have to like <laughs> tune in and like use your social skills to be like, okay, does this person really want to talk to me? Or are they like blowing me off and be like, fuck off lady. Yeah. Got right here to chat with you. Yeah. About tomatoes or like spaghetti squash. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Making new friends. But I do like that challenge. I don't know if I could personally handle a new friend a day for a year. That's a lot. Not not necessarily a new friend, but like just a new connection. Kind of like mm-hmm. your um, connections during your travels, but just meeting a, a new person every day. Yeah. I wish I could be travel me every day of the year. Wouldn't be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Travel is definitely... A cool, a cool privilege, and um, one of the I'm grateful for it. Yes, definitely gratitude is big. Um, I find that I I tend to unlock new parts of myself every time I travel. Um, and one of my memorable travels of 2017 was I actually did um a solo backpacking trip for um a week. It was it was a lot of things that went haywire and how I got there yeah, but you did uh, it. the the short of the long is that I ended up like backpacking by myself for a week which in my mind for some reason I told myself you're not capable of doing this like why are you doing once this? the trip was There's over voice, I realized yeah. that a voice it was just fear inside me talking and a small voice telling me but that then I was so I committed to also realize that and getting out there it was just silly of me to think that and it's so important for for people when you're committed and you have you know a dream big or small it's just to move forward past the fear and in spite the fear because we're so much more capable than we think we are so that really inspired myself to you know just kind of go after what I want even more so do you feel like you unplugged more being on a solo trip versus when you're like on a trip with a girlfriend or many people do you feel like that allowed you to have more of an unplug it was an unplug in a different situation um in, or in a different way, in a different way because I really felt that even though I was quote unquote alone or solo, I met people everywhere. Like it's easier for people to approach one person for one person that's solo versus a group. So I felt that there's human interaction and people that I can become friends with everywhere. 
so that wasn't an issue. Um, and I, I wanted to be like around people and like meeting new different kinds of people. So that was just my way of unplugging. Um, did you ever feel like really alone when you were in your alone times? I didn't, I never felt like, even though I was alone, I never felt lonely, if that makes sense. Okay. Like there's, there's, I feel like for me, that's, there's a difference. Um, but I did, I remember I was in Krakow in Poland. I made it a point to really like when I wanted to have that alone time and not talk to anyone, I made it a point to like, honestly, just walk around the city by myself and not really talk to anyone and get like, get lost in like the beauty of the city and the magic of the city. And I thought that was like really cool. But then when you were ready to be, yeah, when I was ready to be social, I like went back to my hostel and met tons of people, but I was conscious of that balance of what I needed because the older I get, the more like I realize that when your battery's running low and you need to recharge. Absolutely. Like I can be the most extroverted person yeah. in the room but then i also need to kind of like retract and be like okay like so re- yeah retra- recharge the batteries um and that was the trip that really made me you know realize that. that too yeah and i felt like you had an opportunity to unplug by yourself and then unplug with people too on the same trip yeah so it's like a nice happy of both worlds so um we're just gonna leave you off of kind of do a self check-in where are you at in terms of your, you know, things you need to do? Where's your to-do list? What have you done? What haven't you done? What steps have you taken to get it done? Are you on a hamster wheel spiral to nowhere? And kind of like, the fire is going, but you're not doing anything. Then you need to remove yourself, whether it's an hour or a weekend or whatever you can afford to do for yourself. Have some unplug alone time. How you were saying take your phone what were you yeah just honestly even if it's a bubble bath and you have a glass of wine put some candles put some weekly wine down on get into the bathtub lock the door do the damn thing just remember to truly unplug cut the cord put the phone in a different room put the phone in like your kitchen stick it into your oven do not disturb all the notifications off don't put your phone in your oven we did not sponsor this idea (laughs) irena maybe you're gonna get messages i put my phone in the oven and i forgot i cooked it (laughs) no but like in a safe place okay not in an oven in a safe place i don't use my oven so for me it's like extra storage (laughs) okay now we know what you're all about that's okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've ever turned on my oven in my apartment, but whatever. Okay. Well, I might as well be storing shoes there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that now makes sense. But kind of what I'm saying is have a self-reflection, check in with yourself, see what you're doing, how you're feeling, and if you are feeling a little bit out of control or not getting things done, you need some you time, you need to unplug a minute, take care of yourself, then you'll come back refreshed and ready to at least logically, rationally tackle the things that you need to do. And um, aside from that, if you can, go out and travel, get out of your comfort zone. If you ever need travel recommendations, Irina and I are your girls. Irina has been like everywhere and a half almost, and the rest is still on her list. (laughs) I'm so on my list. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I just want to emphasize this is a community. We want to hear, you know, what do you do for your gratitude practice? We gave some ideas of what we're thinking of doing or what we do. Would love to know how are you thankful and how do you check in with yourself? How do you unplug? What are things that you like to do? We'd love to hear about it. Um, so 
share with us. Yeah. Slide into our DMs. We'd love to hear from you and share on the podcast next time to inspire others to think outside the box, to really think and reflect on their um, days and months and years. Yeah. And lastly, um, the Martini Rossi, the lovely aromatic sparkling wine sweet i really enjoy this one you know we drank this on new year's it's always a crowd pleaser you can never really go wrong again i'm not going to give it a five just because i need to i'm sure there's a magical five out there five wine glasses so this would be a lovely four again get it at your local stores it's in a very very affordable price bracket like 12 to 15 dollars honestly so you can definitely try this one out And thank you so much for listening. Share with your friends. We would love, love, love to spread the love. So, yes, if you love us, take a screenshot of um, Weekly Wind Down from your podcast app. Put it on your Instagram story. Tag us. Love us. Do the damn thing. And we will always love you later, babes.